we go. Quick show on three. One, two, three. Quick show. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Quake Show Show. This week, I got an interview with left-handed pitcher, sophomore team, Marshall Mott. So Marshall and I had a really fun conversation just about um, sort of what goes on in his daily life, how he you know, became a student athlete, how he became a left-handed pitcher, which is uh, sort of a weird story. His little freestyling, rapping career that he's trying to kick off. He's got some cool plans for that, which I thought I didn't really know so that was cool to listen to so that's coming up a little bit later in the show but first a couple quick updates I want to get into nothing really super crazy happening over at practice the last week or so because it's been raining in Philadelphia for about six straight days now so you really haven't had the opportunity to have anything super crazy going on at practice yesterday we released the information about dinner on the diamond which is a foundation event for the Penn Baseball organization. Um, We're going to celebrate the opening of the new Michael John renovation. We're going to celebrate just all these different donors and supporters of the program on Saturday, November 5th. So dinner starts at 630. It'll be on Penn's campus at the Coach Dave Mechanic Fencing Center. Leading up to that, I'll have Tim McLaughlin, who handles a bunch of different alumni relations, um, as well as events like this. I'll have him come talk a little bit more about the event, uh, how you can support, and all of that good stuff. Last update, um, we have our fall prospect camp coming up on Sunday, October 16th. So if there are any prospective college baseball players who are interested in coming to this, please sign up. You could use the link in our link tree, uh, which is in both our Instagram and Twitter bios. Sign up. It's a one-day event on October 16th. All high school students are welcome, and there are spots still available. Uh, if you have questions about the event, you can email santello at upenn.edu. That's S-A-N-T-E-L-L-O at upenn.edu. Like I said, this is a great opportunity for all high school baseball players to show off their talents, to get in front of the coaching staff, and just have a really great day at Michael John. So we still have spots available. And we hope to see all of you high school athletes there. Without further ado, I'd like to get into the interview with Marshall Mott. Again, left-handed pitcher for the Quakers. Just a cool conversation. And uh, Marshall, thank you for hopping on. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Um, You know, we recorded this over the summer, like a bunch of other interviews. And just a really cool time. Marshall uh, and I have a kind of funny relationship where we joke around a lot um, at practice. Super nice guy. Always looking to have a good time, just a real good person, and uh, always likes to have fun. So with that all being said, here is the interview with Marshall Mott. All right, today I am joined by Marshall Mott, left-handed pitcher for the Penn Quakers. Marshall, what's going on, dude? Thanks for jumping on. Having me, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah, of course. Like I said, you know, we were just talking. Uh, Just going to ask you a couple questions. We'll hang out, you know, nothing too serious. And, uh, We'll enjoy it, right? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Let's take it back before, you know, you were Quaker. Talk to me about your recruiting process. Who specifically reached out to you? Was it Sant? Was it Yurk? Was it Schwartz? Who first saw you? And sort of just that whole process. So it was kind of kind of all over the place. Not too all over the place with Penn, but um, I was going to like a lot of perfect game tournaments and they were going to come down to Georgia ended up couldn't they couldn't make it so I sent them an email and I went up to a camp and uh 
Sam was the one who first reached out to me. I don't know if I said that, but um, go to the camp and I had a decent outing there. And afterwards, Schwartz took me on his uh, golf cart and we uh, went around campus. And after that, it was pretty simple. They just called me a couple of days later and kind of from there. It's funny though. So when I was younger, my dad taught me how to throw left-handed. I'm actually right-handed. No so, way. I would be throwing walnuts in my pond and I would try and, them, try and throw them with my right hand, but I'd switch them to my, he would switch them to my left and I'd throw them in with my left hand. That's how I learned how to throw. But I got off the phone with a uh, yurt and he said what he had to say. And I was like, absolutely. Like, I'd love to go to Penn. Mm-hmm. And I was right by my pond and I picked up a walnut. I didn't even think about it. And I threw it in with my left hand, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. It just kind of came full circle. So thought that was kind of a cool story with my recruiting but that's really cool yeah I mean that's I mean that story is wild I mean I threw with my left hand I was obviously no good that's why I'm a podcast host right now that's not why I'm pitching in uh for a college team um but yeah my dad would always joke that he would tie my right hand behind my back to force me to throw lefty I'm a natural lefty but that's what he would tell everyone Um, (laughs) so you mentioned how going to camp and, you know, the coaches really noticed you and saw you. I guess that was for the first time they really focused on you and watched you play, right? Yeah. So what do you think – or what would you say to a possible recruit how important camp is going to camp? How, how would you, you know, sort of outline that? Um, I mean, you're only there for a couple of days, so your opportunities are pretty limited. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't take that as pressure. I'd take that as, like, I'd be more opportunistic about it and kind of just be yourself and go out there and – show them everything you can do and I don't know just kind of leave it all on the field and show that you're a really good teammate to your other guys like let's say you strike out or if you're a pitcher gave up a couple of hits come back in the dugout start cheering them on you know because it's not all about how you play on the field it's about how you support your teammates and how you act off of the field and then the dugout right no you said coach Schwartz took you around campus what was your first impression of campus of Penn being in the city but also sort of that campus feel what was your real first impression you know did did you know from that second you wanted to be there? Um, yeah, I'd say so. I really like the mix of modern architecture and like classical architecture because when I was driving through, there's this one part, uh, it's like around the art department and there's just all these like statues and stuff. And they have, we have our design building and they had like a beehive with bees coming out of it, like as their project. And it was kind of cool. But then, you know, you go and see the library and it's a completely different vibe. You go to the quad, it's completely different. And I was like, I really like this, like, kind of half and half mix. I'm not going to feel like I'm in Hogwarts my whole time here, but like, that'd be cool anyway. But also same, like, which with uh, what you said, like the the feel of the city, but also kind of being able to go away from it. So you're, you don't always feel like there's always like noise going on. You have your own space. I really enjoyed that, especially my freshman year being in the quad because it's kind of cut off from the city. And it was just like, felt like I was back out at home. I gotcha. Cool. So speaking of balance, how is it balancing really strenuous schoolwork, obviously at a top university, as well as being a division one athlete? What's that balance like? How do you sort of manage that on a day-to-day basis? Uh, it's definitely challenging, but I feel like, Penn has a lot of like great resources like I feel like Carly really can help you out and we have like a lot of those who don't know tell us what Carly does (laughs) she um so like I would if like I mean if I ever had a problem I'd talk to her but like obviously she would help me with my classes and things like that and like really help me make final decisions 
and just kind of like, cause I'd be thinking about stuff and I'd be like, I don't know if I want to do this necessarily. And then she talked to her and she'd be like, yeah, go for it. Like try it. Why not? Mm-hmm. So she really helped. But honestly, my friends made it like great too, because like, it's like, we have a lot of stress, but like, it's like, if you got a good group of homies and especially like my class and the whole team, it's, it's, a, it's a awesome. And like, I would say I didn't really look at baseball as strenuous. I kind of saw, I thought it was fun. I mean, getting up early isn't always like the best, but it's like, whatever, you know, like we're here playing baseball. We have the opportunity to play, get better and get a like a degree, you know, a very like good degree. So I couldn't complain. I would say it's definitely hard to balance, but like it's, it's very manageable, especially with the crowd we have here. Gotcha. That's great. So obviously last year was your freshman year. You're going to be a sophomore in the fall. As a younger guy, as an underclassman, was there someone maybe on the pitching staff that really took to you and sort of mentored you through your first year? Honestly, he wasn't on the pitching staff. Seth Wurchin, he mm-hmm. was kind of the guy I could always like go to and just talk to, like no matter if it be baseball related, but he was kind of the guy I talked to more about life, I would say. And he was just always like, he was always there. He led the uh, Bible study group. So we'd go there once a week, go talk to him and he always had good things to say. And I feel like he's, he was one of the most like loyal mentors I've had. He was just kind of sticking there with me the whole way, but uh, pitching wise, definitely. I'd say honestly, like most of the senior class, like uh, I talked to Sam Bennett a lot when he was there and um, he was very helpful. Like I'd just be like, how do you hold your slider and stuff like that. So when it comes to baseball, I'd say the seniors and Sam for sure. Cool. All right. Very cool. Um, going back to, again, before Penn, you're the captain of your uh, high school team, your senior year. Led you, you led the team to division championship as well as division championships in 2018 and 2019, correct? Mm-hmm. So three division championships in a four-year span. Do you guys play in 2020? I assume not, correct? No, we didn't. Okay, all right. So just making sure we have that clear. What was the transition like from being, you know, the guy, captain, senior, uh, on a division championship team to them being a freshman, a rookie on campus. What's that transition like for you? Um, I didn't think it was crazy because I went to a different middle school district than I did a high school district. So I okay. kind of feel like I've had similar feelings before, even though it was on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at first it was definitely like, oh man, like this is, this is definitely a bit different. But like, I kind of was thinking, I was like, you know, I've been a freshman before. I kind of just have to like take my role as a freshman and go with it compared to being like, Oh, I wish I was the man still. Like I'm not there anymore. I'm here. So I kind of have to do what I had to do my freshman year in high school, you know, kind of just being very supportive teammate. And I understand like, I'm not going to be at the spotlight. So it's like, you got to help the guys that are in the spotlight or not even in the spotlight. You got to help everybody out and just kind of be there for everybody. So I would say the adjustment wasn't too crazy because I was definitely able to relate it to like previous times with feelings. Sure. Cool. How was your 2021 division championship? Again, as that captain, as that senior, how was that different from the 2018, 2019? What was it like? What did the 2021 mean to you differently than it did in the the two years prior? Um, so it was definitely different because in the 2018, 2019 seasons, I was playing with guys that I've been playing with for a lot of my life. And it just felt like the chemistry was very, like, it was just there. We kind of knew how to play off of each other. Mm-hmm. And um, personally, I wasn't necessarily, like, I wasn't really, like, a vocal leader like that. I kind of just went out and pitched and just did my thing. But um, so I felt like I was more so in a passenger seat there. 
and uh it was definitely great it was awesome because those are all my homies like I, I love those guys but it was a bit different my uh senior year because it's obviously a lot of younger guys a lot of guys I really didn't know that well haven't really played with before so it was more of an adjustment to be like okay how do these guys play what are their needs and like what are they what are they just like as a person I gotta really get to know these guys mm-hmm. and um just taking the reins you know trying to be there early trying to do all the small things like a bit better and um yeah just stuff like that but um definitely a bit more I felt a bit more pressure but honestly it was in a good way because I felt like that made me like a better captain right it was a long ride but we got there we won the division so it was awesome cool go Warriors (laughs) (laughs) um so this summer you were up on Long Island in the Hamptons League um you know in 26 and two-thirds innings you had 33 strikeouts pretty good K per nine pretty good stats you know up there on the mound, I'm sure like you felt like you had great stuff, could strike out anyone who you wanted to, right? What does that sort of mean to you? How can you take that experience and sort of use that as momentum going into the fall season? Yeah, well, first of all, I want to say shout out to the Wills family for taking me in, host family this year. I love you guys. I'm going to stay in touch. Anyways, had to get that out of the way. But um, honestly, I felt like since I redshirted last year, this summer was kind of like the way for me to get back in my groove because I haven't thrown live in about a year since then. Right. So I don't know. It was just like comforting for me to kind of get out there and know that like, hey, I, I got my stuff and I know how I match up against the like other like D1 prestigious schools. Yeah. Not even all these guys were good, you know, so it was like really nice to get out there pitch against these guys and kind of see where I'm at and see what I need to do. But um, I feel like I got a lot of answers, like especially not to try and strike everybody out, like every at-bat, kind of just mm-hmm. to get ground balls. And I found that in my approach, and that helped me. And I feel like that's just going to help me roll into the fall because I'm starting to understand who I am more as a pitcher right. and what I can do for Penn, you know? Right. And that, uh, I mean, that all comes with time. That's all growth and maturity, you know? Yeah, for um, sure. So we're going to take it in a bit different direction right now. Uh, you wrote the intro to this podcast. I don't know if everyone knows, but that little intro that you hear the first 15, 20 seconds or so, that's Marshall on the mic. We call uh, Young Mott, right? Young Marsh. <laughs> young Marsh. Okay, excuse me. Young Marsh on the mic. Um, so we know you freestyle a bit. Uh, how long have you been doing it for? What are your plans moving forward? How'd you um, really get into it? Let's hear about that. All right. So growing up, well, my name's Marshall and my mm-hmm. last name so Marshall like Marshall Mathers and then mm-hmm. MM so like my mom would always be like oh Eminem she'd like play like uh play just like Eminem like rap music around me when I was younger but she play all kind of music you know like just like funky stuff and I'd always like love to dance and stuff and kind of get up get moving so that was fun so I feel like that's where it kind of started but I'd say like the rapping part I can send you the video um I was like 12 Okay. And my buddy's basement and he had this electric keyboard and he just turned on like a boom bat kind of be very simple. And I just started like just like rapping on it for fun. And I was just like not really rapping, but just making words rhyme, you know, like I was yeah. just kind of talking. But um he would take videos and send them to me and I'm like, I kinda have like rhythm. Like I, right. I'm not terrible. And like I, I have a little bit of a music background. So I was like, you know, I'm I it was kind of just a hobby that I like just like picked up and just like kind of would do like when I'm with my friends be like yeah turn on a beat turn on a beat and then we'd all go (laughs) be in the car it's just the best but um yeah so that's kind of how that started and from there I feel like I've gotten more into like trying to like illustrate a picture when I'm like 
rapping that's mm-hmm. at least recently because I've been trying to produce which has been the hardest thing I'm and sure. this is kind of yeah. plan is coming in so I uh, just got this keyboard I don't have it on me I got a keyboard and I got a, uh, a DAW so it's called FL Studio it's just like okay. an electronic engineering for music and I would just like I've been like really learning how to like make beats on that so I'm right now just trying to really learn like my style and how I can make a beat and match it with my rapping or maybe I just sell the beats or you know just kind of trying to that out right now but as of right now it's just a hobby I really enjoy and it's just something fun to do and I feel like I'm okay at it so I'm gonna try and keep it rolling see what I can do with it. Yeah, definitely. Did you play piano before all this? Did you play piano growing up? I played a little bit of piano when I was younger, but I was a drummer. Okay. I was I was big into drums. So okay. like that's that's kind of my thing. But um that's probably where the rhythm comes from. I guess I guess so. But like right. yeah, no, definitely gave me like a good background on like especially just making the beats too. Like I kind of have a good understanding of like theory. So it makes it easier to kind of just like compose something. Cool. Very cool. All right. We're gonna get into my little section, um, sort of like a lightning round on a game show. However, baseball themed, I call it hit and runs. Basically, I'm going to ask you uh, six, seven questions or so, just quick answers. All right. Gosh, okay. All right, cool. Uh, what's your major? Uh, communications. Okay. Favorite place to eat on campus? Houston, for sure. And if I'm being specific, uh, La Plancha, the Mexican <laughs> okay. place. Cool. Favorite class you've taken at Penn? Ooh, that's kind of tough. Um, you've only had a year of classes, so. Right. So I took, uh, oh, damn, that's a tough one. Um, there's like two, there's two classes I'm in between. I took a linguistics class, which at first I didn't really like, because I was like, ah, oh, like, why is there such a science behind words? So like, right. it's like hard, but like, honestly, the more and more that I've been going with it, it's kind of like more useful. And then, um. I took a communications class, pretty much just learning like how different industries produce different stuff. So definitely like a very good class to take. I'd say that one's my favorite. Okay, cool. Stranded on a desert island. Give me three movies that you'd want to watch for the rest of your life. The Shining, Scarface, and Nemo. Okay. <laughs> Gotta bring in for like the nostalgia. Like if I'm like sad, because like if I want to be entertained, I'm gonna turn on a probably the shining it's a very long movie yeah, yeah. It was- no it's a great movie too and i like scary movies scarface okay. is just like my favorite movie of all time i could watch right. it all day and yeah nemo if i'm ever feeling down turn that on and i'm going great movie <laughs> p sherman 42 while i'll be away right <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> all right uh your favorite video game oh call of duty black ops 2 but honestly i've been getting into NH- nhl and okay. like i'm pretty decent at it so N- nhl is a lot of fun and it's really uh, frustrating though check me out i yeah. have a nintendo 64 no super way mario. super mario mario kart is where it's at okay i i had a 64 too i can't find it though um but yeah i played zelda on the legend of zelda on that game great yeah, no, game on 64 great so, game who's your favorite baseball team and your favorite player Baltimore Orioles, and even though he's not hot right now and hasn't really been for a while, I got to stick with it. Chris Davis. Mm. I was number nineteen, and I can't, I can't switch up like that. So I gotcha, I gotcha. Chris After Davis. those couple of those over forty streaks or whatever that he went on, so don't talk about that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, the best baseball player of all time. Pete Rose. Pete Rose, interesting. Yeah. Favorite musician besides yourself. 
<laughs> um, okay, well, like what genre? That's kind you, of the okay. So, what first of all, what genres do you listen to? Do you go, what do you, what's your favorite genre? Um, honestly, so like right now, I mean, like I listen to like rap, but I'll also listen to like a lot of 80s, 90s stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, especially like I love Michael Jackson, I feel like that's okay. kind of what started out with music, so that's probably the biggest answer. But like, my favorite rapper was Lil Wayne and mm-hmm. Eminem like right there so like just because they're fun to listen to but uh michael jackson top definitely mj at the top with uh little wayne and eminem i gotcha cool all right so that's it for the hit and runs uh last but not least where can our listeners find you on social media give you a follow okay well hit me on instagram i don't remember my username off the rip (laughs) i think marshallmott.24 if they want to follow me and uh I think my Twitter is probably the same thing, just like a Marshall Mott. But um, yeah, and hey, Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, yes, coming soon. EP is gonna drop within the next six months. I just gotta figure it out. Okay, all right. So when that comes out, maybe we'll do a follow-up interview with that. We'll talk about the EP. We'll make sure we're sharing on on the Penn Baseball pages, and uh, we'll take it from there. All right. Yeah, awesome. Sounds cool, great. Dude. All right, I had a blast. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, once again, huge shout out to Marshall. Thank you for jumping on, taking the time to talk and help out with the podcast. Appreciate it. Next week on the show, I'll be releasing the interview that I did with our athletic trainer, Mikey Burkett. Mike and I have grown to become good friends over the past year or so once I started working over a pen, um, you know, rooming together on the trips. And just Mike's just a really nice guy, real solid guy to uh, have a conversation with. Um, sort of the unsung hero, I guess you could say, you know, making sure our guys stay physically healthy. So really cool conversation that we had about his role as the athletic trainer, about what he does on a daily basis to make sure our guys, you know, don't have any hiccups with their bodies and making sure that they're all healthy to go and compete at the highest level. So that interview will be releasing next week. Once again, make sure you're following on socials at Penn Baseball on Twitter, at UPennBaseball on Instagram. Stay tuned for more cool videos that I did with Drombo and Tommy going around annoying people on the street of Penn's campus. And just stay tuned for all this cool content that I'm trying to put out for you, right? I mean, it's just telling the story of what's going on in the fall. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I hope you listen to next week's episode with Mike Burkett, athletic trainer for the Penn Baseball Program. And uh, yeah, hope you have a great day and I'll speak to you all next week. Quick show on three, one, two, three. Quick show.